This is Value After Hours. I'm Tobias Carlo. We got the crew back together. We got the band here. Billy's in town with Jake Taylor, Bill Brewster. What's happening, fellas? Seasons greetings. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Hanukkah. Seasons greetings, indeed. Merry Christmas, boys. Shout out to the listeners in Australia. 4:30 a.m. We appreciate you. Wow, that's dedication. I'll bet that we'll see some people on. There's there's usually a few. There's a few stalwarts who come on. Where do we, where where are people right now? Let's let's do the roll to, call to file in there. Oh, well, they should be here on time. Those of you who can't see Bill right now, he is wearing a full Christmas suit at the moment. It's, Suited it's, and booted. It is quite impressive. He combed his hair like he's he showed up today. <laughs> I do have a golf shirt on though. Under all this, I don't don't ruin the mystique. <laughs> it's fair. People don't want to see what's under that. <laughs> We're going to be eating a little bit of crow today, and then we're going to immediately forget that and make some new predictions for next year. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. It's yep. the way to do it. What that do you guys want to do? Do you want to just want to do impression? What 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 happened this year? Just just uh, before we get to before we get the report card, let's just talk about our feelings. How do you feel you went this year? Mm. How's your personal vibe? Yeah, the vibe. I've had better vibes in different years. <laughs> but 2022 had worse vibes than 2023 for me. Mm, yeah. I mean, well, everyone was, like, was super... down 25% at one point there. I guess we just, there's a little relief rally towards the end of 2022. Too. Every, we, everyone was super bearish coming into 23. I mean, that was, that was the general feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Still don't love going to the grocery store. But going to the gas pumps easier, so that that's nice. I so. uh, I recorded a feeling about a year ago, and um, I went back and looked at it just for fun, and it was about the market, and I gave it a one out of ten feeling, and I said that I was rather bearish, and that I thought that the perhaps that final one third leg where two thirds of the pain shows up. Uh, as has kind of been the historical norm, was on deck. And uh, I, I could not have been more wrong about that. I would have said that too. <laughs> well, you did That's, say that. That sounds exactly <laughs> what, what I said. Yeah, I I think that in certain areas, that one-third leg did come, though. Mm. That leg went up your rear end if you were a small cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think small cap had a a great year to speak of. Small's got punished. I don't know if it was yeah. So I I just I I did this thing where I just went and looked at every rebalance that I've done. And uh basically the portfolio doesn't actually move around that much. Just one thing that really stood out was the market cap. It came in so much. So my average market cap at the end of 2021 was 26 billion. Oh sorry, my median because I did it median and I, I took the average and the average was such a big change, of, but it could be swayed by one big stock like Meta or something like that. So I did the median. The median market cap is coming from 26 billion to 5 billion, which is like, that's a huge move. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. Just maybe the the smalls are cheap or the cheapness is in the smalls. Did it go from 25 to 5 while you were owning it? <laughs> well, it's cross rebalances. Just, but... just kidding. <laughs> The smalls but, got punished. Yeah, it was. I, I I think October was the low for smalls, but maybe I'm off on that. I saw one stat that was the um, 
the unprofitable businesses were back to rallying again in this year. So it was, you know, we like to joke and call it a shitco rally, but that might actually have been somewhat true. Well, the shitco rally hit my shits, my little shitty company. So that's true. Uh, NASDAQ 100 surges back to its all time highs, previously reached on November 22, 2021. Tech We're back, baby. Rewriting the history books with a 53% year to date rally, matching 2009's full return. Strongest performance since the tech boom of 99. That's from Jason yeah. Rasnick. Wow. Here's Strong. another one. Something crazy went on in the markets last week. I'm like, Wednesday, Thursday, giant kind of moves up. Yeah. It's following. Like I didn't. I listened to Powell. I didn't know that it was that dovish, but obviously I wasn't listening as closely as I should have been. The S and P five hundred ETF SPY saw the single biggest, or its biggest single day flow on record at twenty point eight billion, and that was. Uh, and then the the very next day, it had a ten billion dollar flow, which was its second biggest flow ever. The day before being the biggest flow, only like topped by billion. Tesla's flows for that day. <laughs> It's crazy. That is pretty wild. I mean, everybody's. Does it? Does it feel like everyone's kind of all on the same side of the boat right now? Yes, <laughs> I <question>. don't know. <laughs> Bill, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know how much of these. I don't know how much of these flows is. I'd need to see like as a percentage of total money or something like that. Like, I, I don't know how much is just short-term capital that, that leverages itself and sort of presses into a bet. And mm. it's the market saying like, okay, multiples should have been here. Now that the the fed sounds a little bit more dovish multiples need to be pushed higher. So like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know the short-term stuff. I have no Could idea. Be rebalancing too. Could be just rebalancing. That's probably the the real answer. It's not I'm, particularly it, outstanding as a proportion of total assets. It's just that they've been, you know, they're offside because they're rebalancing towards spiral. Well, you'd think you'd be rebalancing away after a year like that, but I don't know. Hmm. I mean, so, some of these stocks, this stuff's crazy. I mean, we're back to crazy. I knew we could do it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 mean, just, not... I just didn't think it would happen so quickly. Yeah. Also, we didn't get to spend a lot of time ever in like crazy cheap land either. Like which is... fucking a firm is a BNPL company. Okay. I mean, <laughs> that used to be credit. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe by now pay later, pay later is not credit, but 1.7 billion of revenue. It's a $15 billion market cap. Hmm. That's crazy. I mean, maybe it'll work. I, you know, I feel like we're saying the same thing that we were saying a while back. I mean, you know, in 2021, a... it was an $18 billion company. I, you know, it, I guess you think long enough and this is the drawdown. You're right. You got your long duration asset. You get your drawdown you come back. Everything's great. It'll grow to infinity. That seems a little far fetched. I don't know. To me. Yeah. I mean, I'm making a joke about. I think didn't Farfetch get uh, taken under? Somebody bought it, and, and I think the equity's going to zero. Yeah, smart people pitched Farfetch. Really smart, but what alas, happened? 
Let me what? give a shout out to the crew, fellas. Let me just do the rounds. Okay. Try and then we can start lesson. getting our we can start getting our uh, our Pro- report Pro-pied. card for the year. Oh boy. Toronto, Queenstown. Good good effort, Queenstown. No pants vents up bright and early, or maybe coming in from the night before. Senator Domingo, what's up? Miami, yeah. Petit tick for an Isval. Brandon, Mississippi, Norberg, Valparaiso, Wakanda, Winnipeg, Merthyr, Tidful, South Wales. That's a hard one. Toronto, Tallahassee, Bangalore, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Nashville. Napolia, Greece. Nice. Sounds nice this time of year. Mm. Melbourne, Florida. Not Melbourne. Victoria. East uh, Coast. Someone gave us a nice tip. Thanks. Thanks. Wow. Uh, Christmas. Omniscient cat. Just the tip. <laughs> Ontario. Uh, Germany. I think I think that's all. Thanks, fellas. We appreciate you dialing in. Indeed. So shall we to... just before you do, let me just yeah, say. Yeah. 85% of economists polled last year thought we'd be in a recession right now. Those mm. poor fools. <laughs> yeah. Imagine getting it that wrong. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Uh, well, so far we have escaped. It turns out it's hard to make predictions, especially about the future. Indeed. Sometimes I find it hard to even piece together the past. I don't even know what's going on now. <laughs> That's right. JT, you want to hit us with our with our uh, go through yeah. what we what we what we said would happen? Yes. So, as a little reminder, this is uh, these are pulled from Jason Zweig of Wall Street Journal. Uh, his he has a bias buster quiz. And I haven't seen if he's putting it out yet again for this year. I, I hope he he usually does. So. Uh, when he does, I'll retweet it again. But um, and actually, you can find this bias buster quiz as a checklist inside of Journalytic. Um, that's where I recorded it. Um, and so, just to go backwards and set the context, we did this approximately a year ago, and the idea was to put forward what you thought was going to be the or what you thought were going to be the numbers for different uh, different kind of big, you know, asset class numbers, returns, things like that. Uh, and so, uh, without further preamble, our first one is the closing value of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Uh, and for reference, it was at 33,020 when we took the poll. Uh, Toby came in with 36,000. So he had an up year. Uh, congrats on that. Bill came in at 31,200. So he was a little bearish. I came in at 29,500 so I was the most bearish. The actual uh, when I looked this morning was 37,465. So Toby wins that one. He wasn't too far off. Made myself. But really we all win. I stands at it. Yeah, exactly. Uh Yeah, Toby uh if you look if you remember back through his numbers, you'll see that they're sort of nonsensical and that they don't really imply much of a world view. Uh cuz they're all over I don't the think mine do either to be fair. <laughs> All right, but uh, question number two. What will be the total return of the S&P 500 over the next year? Uh, We have Toby coming in at plus 9%, Bill minus 7%, and Jake at minus 15%. 
uh, actual, let's call it plus 24%. Uh, wah, wah. Good for the S&P. Yeah. Good for us. Strong. We're back, baby. So obviously, TC with another W there. Um, what will be the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury in one year? For reference, that was a uh, 3.79% when we did that, which actually kind of surprised me as low, doesn't it? Low, just a touch. That was where it was when we did it, 3.75. Yeah. Yeah, 7.9, but yeah. 7.9. That was up a little bit then from was yeah. up quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, we have Bill coming in with a 2.5%. All right. So he was he was back to ready to party. Uh, Toby coming in at 6%. So that's pretty heavy. Um, and I came in at 4.5%. So I was up a little Ooh. bit. Actual answer, 3.91%. Wow. So I'm, I'm taking that one. I don't know uh, that I was ready to party with my interest rate prediction. If you have the market down and interest rates down, I was actually not partying in my head. Okay, so you were at a Fed emergency panic rate cut 2.5. Yeah, I wouldn't call it an emergency panic, but yes, I, I thought I thought we would be in a recession and cutting. Got it. You know, that's that's this is that part on the golf scorecard. But the right. stupid thing is, if market is going to bounce before the recession's here. But anyway, whatever. Keep going. All right. Uh, what will the annual rate of inflation be? Uh, for reference, it was 7.1 when we ticked uh, ticked a year ago. Bill coming in at 3.2%. Toby with a negative one-tenth of a percent. Um, <laughs> I don't understand that one. Uh, and then, yeah, he's full deflation. He's in the Great Depression. <laughs> and I said 6%. Uh, I thought maybe coming in some actual... If you believe the BLS uh, CPI numbers uh, at 3.1 percent, yeah, uh, they've got that one. BLS is news. Obviously, not been to the grocery store recently. Um, and Fake next up, news. <laughs> but seriously, though, like if you did go through and look at your your cart uh, buying groceries, there's no 3.1. Come on, don't, don't tell me that. Uh, but I digress. What will be the price of Bitcoin in one year? This is interesting. Uh, for reference, it was $16,679 on the date. And Bill with a $25,000 call. Toby with $2,000 call. I said $14,000. Actual $42,590. Wow, good for Bitcoin. Good for the Bitcoin people. Yeah. So Bill Bill gets the W there, although barely, I would say. It's um, like uh, winning on the prices, right? Yeah, exactly. You bet $1, basically. Um. What would be the price of gold in one year? For reference, it was $1,839 per ounce. And we have Bill coming in at $1,300. Mm. Not, sh not sure what. what not the, great. Not, not great, sure Bob. The theory was. Not great, Bob. Uh, Toby's in uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome at $3,750. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I said $2,200. And the actual oh, JT. last I looked was $2,057. So yeah, I'll, I'll chalk that one up. And then is that uh, two each? Is that the running score two each so far? That's correct. If you've been following along at home, um, price of crude oil in one year. Interesting reference. It was seventy nine dollars and twenty three cents per yeah. barrel. Bill came in at seventy five. Toby said two hundred. Again, we're beyond motivated reasoning. Yeah, I said one fifteen. Um, I Let's obviously. Get that one. Well, you know, I had inflation quite a bit higher, so I was thinking that that oil might have been the reason. Uh, also, I didn't anticipate that the U.S. would be like a huge producer of oil relative 
to uh, the rest of the world. But uh, actual today, 3740 last time I looked. So Bill actually almost right on the dot. And final one. 7340. Hey, what's, what, what was was that oil? What did you say? 37? No, it's not 37. It was it's a misspeak. 7340? Yeah. 73. You said, yeah, you said 37. You had a transposition oh. error in your. My bad. I was, uh, I had. It's okay. You're carrying the program, Jake. You're allowed to make a mistake. <laughs> All right. Last uh, last item. What will be the best performing major financial asset over the next year? Uh, Bill came in with U.S. small cap junk debt. Uh, Toby EM small value. Mm-hmm. I said energy. Uh, that was my 115 oil, obviously leaking into that. And uh, the correct answer, kind of ignoring Bitcoin, if you will, um, you can't ignore Bitcoin. Well, yeah, can't do you know it. what? Might As want to, can't do major it. Major financial asset. Just saying. Anyway, what is it? Uh, all right. Uh, U.S. tech, the Qs. Mm, good plus, for the Qs. It's good to see those guys win one. Every yeah, good like for the Qs. Yeah, a lot of struggle there, but they managed to uh, really grind it out. Almost back to all-time highs. Wow. I mean, back to all-time highs. So plus, uh, I mean... Plus 33% through November. Um, that's a little bit truncated, but um, it's kind of hard to find sector information that's totally year to date. Um, so, I'm, and I'm giving no one a, a score for that one. None of us were even in the ballpark. So, final score Toby two, Jake two, Billy Brewster three. Congrats, Billy. Congrats, Bill. Monkeys throwing darts. <laughs> well played. Let's throw some more dots. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to record them while we're going here. Excellent. This is just what I want to be held accountable again. <laughs> it's it's going to get ugly. And you you, you guys uh, at home, you got to put your put your guesses into. Okay. We'll see if we can crowdsource the correct answer. Hmm. Do you think that there's enough, uh, like, you know, errors in each direction to kind of cancel each other out? Well, we're going to find out. We will find out. All right. I guess uh, closing value of the Dow Jones Industrial Average in one year's time. What are we at now? Where are we at today? Yeah, we're... um, 37.57 is what I have now. Or 37.500? That's where we are now. That's, is fine. that your prediction or is that where we are now? No, that's Thir- where we are today. I'm trying to help you out, Toby. Jeez. Yeah. 37,500, let's call it for a reference today. All right. It it looks like in election years, the average return is 11.3%. <laughs> I'm going to go a little under that. So uh, I'll go right around. I'll go 40,500. All right. I like the reasoning. Toby? I'll take 37,500. Mm. Stance back. I'll take Unch. <laughs> unch. <laughs> uh, boy, I feel like I need to bet the under a little bit just for, although I do agree with Bill's. I mean, there's. Well, go be- $1 above, man. Do it. It's okay. It's we'll a game split show. Billy and I. Split Billy and I. Ah, uh, you know, I'm gonna actually take a uh, whatever minus five percent is. I'll I'll calculate that later. All right. 
I'll note I'll note for the for the record that Jake is reluctantly doing this and going against what he wants to do. So uh, what do you want I, to do? What do you want to do? No, no, he no. Liked, he liked All right, okay. All no, right. no. I like Bill's reasoning that like election years, you pull out all the stops. I mean, there's going to be you you jam control P as much as you can, right? Um, but maybe that doesn't go anywhere. That's my my thesis. Um, well, I want I want one dollar under five percent. <laughs> Sorry, you already locked in. Ah, actually, unchanged is probably not a bad bet. Um. What will be the total return of the S and P five hundred over the next year? Almost the same question, largely. What what did I just say? I'll go with uh, I'll go Plus like nine and a half percent. Okay, God, that feels high. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take. Yeah, I'll take. Uh, well, I'll take. I'll take the under this time. I'll take. Uh, I'll take five percent under. Okay. I'm I'm not comfortable with this, but I'll go with it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to hedge a little bit, and I'll take uh, plus two percent. All right. Ten-year Treasury reference today three uh, three point nine one. Yeah, three and a half. That's a tough one. Okay. I mean, as opposed to the other ones, which are easy. Yeah, other ones layups, obviously. Because I think that what I have learned is that I have no idea. Well, yeah, we this is we, we proved that year in and year out. We none of us know what we're. I, I understand. I understand it for like about fifteen minutes either side of the conversation, and then I forget it again, and I go back to thinking that I know what I'm doing. I, I'll <laughs> say, I'll, I'll say, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go six again. Mm. All right. I think that's a terrible bit, but uh. I'm going to go five. All right. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Then I don't need to mess around with basis points. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. Uh, annual rate of inflation, 3.1 reference. I'm going unch. Mm. So, wait. So, zero then? Or no, 3. no. 3.1. Oh, yeah. 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 Three, five. I, I think okay. that's what I, I think we are at this level next year. I'm going to say a stimmy starts working in an election year. So I'm going to go, I'll go, I'll go same as the 10 year six. Mm. <sighs> I'm going back with five again. So basically zero real yield on the 10 year. <laughs> Dude, there's not a chance my predictions are right. I feel like as I'm saying these, they're pretty much consensus, but maybe not. <laughs> We're gonna find out. <laughs> we will find out. All right. Yeah. Uh Bitcoin, forty two five ninety right now. Mm. This one I gotta think of. I, I didn't say, prepare for Bitcoin at all. I know. I'll say forty two five hundred. No, four thousand two hundred and fifty. I'll say ten percent of where it is. Whoa. All right. Such I'm, a hater. I'm going back to twenty thousand. How's that hater rate feel? Um, I don't know. I I kind of. I mean, Bill, if you're rocking, uh... I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifty thousand. All right. I mean, I think ten times. God, that would be wait. That would be a 
That'd be a twenty percent return. That would Toby, be crazy. How you gonna okay, have six percent right. rate of inflation and then Bitcoin cut and isn't it a store of value for inflation? Yeah, I'm going I'm going forty five thousand. Forty five thousand. Oh, forty five thousand? Yeah. I don't right. I don't want to go as high as fifty. That's that would be especially right. off this ramp. Well, they get a little consolidation. You got maybe maybe a, an ascending wedge or something. I, I forget what all these technical terms are, but all right. Price of gold reference two thousand fifty seven right now. Yeah, I'm gonna go mm. first, and I'm gonna run back my twenty two hundred prediction. Yeah, I'll say twenty five hundred. You said it's what right now. 24, oh, I think it's 2200. It's 2000. It's, 20, it's 2050, something like that. Yeah, 2050 is where we're at right now. All right. So, yeah. So, I go, uh, I go like, is 2150 too close to you guys? No. All right. If you want to be that guy, that's fine. Sometimes I like to be touching. <laughs> All right. Uh, price of crude oil in one year reference. It's at uh, what, 79 right now? Hmm. I'm gonna say ninety. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seventy-eight. Okay. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the over. Crude oil uh, managed money shorts on oil now the highest level since the initial COVID lockdowns. Mm. So I'm gonna have a yeah. I'm gonna take ninety-five. I'll just take over. Take over JT. I got seventy three sixty six on my screen for crude. For the record, maybe I'm wrong. Either way, oh, I'm taking oh, yeah, seventy eight. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I was looking at last year's reference. Seventy three, correct. Yeah, Thanks yeah, I'm cool. taking seventy eight. Okay. Um. All right. Higher best, than average, but not much. Best performing major financial asset. Toby, we'll put you down for Bitcoin. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've had it at forty-one fifty, so I'm fading myself. Yeah. Uh, I want to blend it. I want smid value. Is what I want. Oh, please. You could say that. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to find the answer that supports that. I'll go mid. I'll go mid because I don't. I don't know that I really want too There's small. A mid index, right? There's a mid index. Mid S value. S and P. Four hundred, I think, is mid. I bet I had. I go small. I'm going small value. That's what I got. I got to do it. All right. So S&P or Russell two thousand. We could use uh, RZV. Is that one? That's RZV. A, yeah, that's a good. Uh, God, Chinese tech. That's one that I don't want to say, but I I could bet on yeah. that too. It's not a terrible call, Billy. I like that one actually. If you have no downside risk, that's not a bad bet. If you got to put actual money up against it. You got to think about it a little bit more. Got to size it right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing here is financial advice. Oh boy. This this show is for infotainment purposes only. Yeah. Mostly attainment, less info. <laughs> <laughs> Information may not be correct. Yeah. Toby, what are we putting down for you? Yeah, I think it could be an inflationary year. I think it could be. It's going to be like a commodity. I think gold or silver, or sorry, gold or oil rather. Um, I mean, yeah. Mm. I think I think gold is a better bet if if it be if it's a recessionary year, then oil gets hit too. So I'll say gold. All right. 
I'm going to run energy back again. It's kind of been left for dead this year. All right. Any other predictions that people want to, that you guys want to throw in there that just for, you know, kind of one-off bets? Volatility, like return of the VIX. Mm, okay. That'll be my, VIX comes back. I think whatever happens in the election, the run-up to the election is going to be not How fair. is the VIX this low with price action this year? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> There's got to be a calculation problem. Well, it's possible that it's... Um, it's it's people it's based selling. on their expectations of future volatility, right? It's like option prices, and that that is forward looking. Yeah, so it's not realized. No, I don't know. Something's off about the VIX. Somebody explained this to me, and I liked what I heard, so I just adopted it. Why verify? I think what they, what they the, say. I don't know, but it sounded smart. I don't know there was an article that said that vols, uh, you know, covered call type strategies jt and i were talking about it going from like three billion to 60 billion something like that dude i don't understand these strategies i was pitched on a covered call strategy for yield and it's like if i'm gonna outperform the market selling calls don't i need to have an edge on selling the calls and if i'm just constantly doing it aren't i bound to eventually just give up the upside for the comfort of getting some income today which is like taxed at ordinary rates i just it, it seems like a sucker's trade to me seems like a great way to lose purchasing power and feel good while you're getting relatively poor i think if there's a lot of speculation in the market selling vol is a way to take advantage of that speculation so i don't know what the i don't know how the zero days to expiry option market affects everything like that might be I don't know. I just have no idea. Don't know what I'm talking about, but it feels like, yes, I probably shouldn't stop there. But... <laughs> no, no, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. This is the tainment. I'll just part. hang myself. Yeah. Hang, hang this myself. is the tainment. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like, you know, when there's a, when there was a lot of speculation around you, I think you can do reasonably well selling vol in that kind of market, but then, you know, that's also a way to make a trade too. If you're on the, if you do that. Then yeah. Well, and it's, it's also, you want to sell it after people like, I, uh, I'm not going to name the person, but I was talking to somebody. They they said like the put selling, you really do well after put selling gets hammered, right? Yeah. So it's the people that sell and then they get screwed and then they don't keep selling. Those yeah. people really get screwed. But the people that can get back on the horse and sell puts the very next month, which makes sense, right? After the catastrophe, insurance prices go up. Um, so I like put selling to get into long positions, but not really as a strategy you know not as a not as a yield generating strategy just as a way to like lower the cost basis but then i think every time you do it you're probably better off just being long the equity anyway for yeah. tax reasons and so on it's kind of my sense too depends a little bit though you do get some silly volatility in some of these some of these names there were there was a time in 2008 where you could like sell the options on GM and almost bring in the premium of the entire stock price. Like, like there's, there's clearly like sometimes that you could do that, but I think on average, I'd probably just rather be long. I mean, any name where the four is, you know, zero, you sometimes when you, I, I check those most, you know, best value, Put sales, best value option sales. There's a few websites that track them just quantitatively. And every every name in there is a name that would be either a donor or a potential double. So you 
you, and you're getting a big premium, but you you're likely to get called on it or put get it put to at zero. Yeah. All right, I'll make one throwaway, fun, bold prediction that's probably not going to happen. But uh, 2024 will be the year that a you know, black swan type of um, payoff profile happens and pays off. So tail risk hedge, that's what I'll say. We'll have a year in 2024. To the upside, baby, the rebubble. How long since tail risk has been paid? Did tail risk get paid in 2020? Did, did any... Yeah, the tail funds get paid in twenty twenty. Yeah, you don't remember these uh, screwy articles of talking about uh, yeah making four thousand percent in a in a in a day. <laughs> I love how they do these calculations. But I don't know if that was like but you. You got to the vol funds have got to get their press release up by lunchtime because <laughs> like sometimes it fades in the afternoon. Right. And that's the tough thing with those. Uh, those VIX call options being European, <laughs> unless you just get it right on the right day, you don't get paid really. I've 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 held them I've held them in size all the way to zero on three different occasions. I just uh, I can't do it anymore. In the money and then not able to cash the check. Well, I think you could like you could sell it. You can liquidate it, but it never moved as much as. But I always I just always thought it was going to go more. Know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a short, you know, like they, they move so much. Yeah. There's a lot of volatility and volatility, turns out. Yeah. Bill, you want to throw one, uh, one parlay? I don't, parlay I, I don't know what I have. I, I don't know what I have. Well, I thought the Chinese tech stocks was reasonably good. That's, yeah, that's kind of an outside Let's put that down. Possibility. You. Well, there's, I mean, they're just so beaten up. It's like every day they just go lower and lower and lower. Yeah. I mean, if, if Baba's cash is even remotely close to real, which I mean, they're buying shares and they're returning it in the dividend. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's all just lies. But I mean, at some point, this thing gets too cheap. Says the guy who always said you can't own it. This is the problem. Mm. I mean, it is a well, little bit of that, uh, that Benjamin Graham thought experiment of, if, imagine this box that theoretically has cash building up inside of it and how much would you pay for that box? You're not really sure if you can get the cash out ever necessarily. I mean, maybe Baba now with some return on capital is a little bit of a different story, but for a while, for quite a while there, a lot of these weren't, weren't that story. Yeah, but now they're showing you they're no longer that story, right? So like slightly different. All right, I've got a question for you. Maybe. What what won't change next year? Our skepticism of whether Tesla can deliver. <laughs> I, I went to look at the Cybertruck in New York. I was, I was, um, will not go so far as to say that I like it, but I definitely don't hate it, which I was surprised by. See it in person? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I couldn't, I couldn't stop looking at it. It was, it was interesting looking. In a good way or like when someone has like a, you know, third eyeball. I, I, no, it was not, it was not as ugly as I thought it would be. I, I don't know that I'm going to say in a good way. I'm just going to say there's something that intrigues me about the way that it looks. Hmm. 
I I don't think people that are buying it are like, I don't I don't think it's the Aztec. I think it looks a lot better in reality than it does in pictures. Hmm. I don't think you'll see one in my driveway. Did you see the black one? No, I just saw a silver one. The black one looks better than the silver one. I think Maybe it's it's kind of weird silver. the way the metal the way the metal like it it almost looks like it has curves in it even though it's, it's flat, but not in like a shitty way in an interesting way. So we'll see. There's I think a lot of Rivians where I am. Rivians all over the place. Yeah, I would be more inclined to get. I just prefer the look of a Rivian to the. You're gonna get the one that's got the the, the hole where you can stick the body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, how else are you gonna kill people and get away with it? You chop them up first. Well, you got a you got a frunk for that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna be interesting, man. I you know, I don't know. I was staring at the robot too. They're they're on some interesting things. Where did you see it, all this stuff at? Is there like a... I was in New York. I walked down to the meatpacking district, checked it out. They have like a Tesla showroom for all that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Demetrios Kutsumpos says AI will expand further. Some apps will start blowing people's minds. Well, it's got a long way to go because right now it's all hype. But <laughs> I I don't disagree, and I hope I hope that's right. I I hope so too, for all of our sakes, because we need we need major productivity gains per capita to to absorb and soak up all this extra money printing that we've been doing. Gains productivity per capita heals most sins or solves most sins. Yeah. Very tough, very cloudy kind of picture, I think. I mean, this is probably why you should just not pay attention to macro and just mm. keep on buying cheap stocks and not worry about it. I want this last half hour back of my life. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that I've been watching has left sort of my perception of the cheap zone and is now kind of in that like not expensive range, but not cheap range. Just kind of like, eh. Yeah. I feel like small and mid has got cheap. I feel like Small and Mid's got cheap this year. A lot of that ripped. Well, a lot of what I watch ripped, but I, I watch I watch a decent amount of like Smid Industrials and whatnot. And they had a pretty good month last month. Yeah. There was like two days. Yeah. But I mean, that's <laughs> Sorry how it if happens, you missed right? It. <laughs> I was going to yeah, time slow it. Slow than quick. <laughs> I mean, that move last week was kind of amazing. Like back to back giant days. Yeah. That was, that was felt fun. I even wrote something. Ooh. I journalitic'd about it. What'd you say? You were impressed with your own gains? No, I said, don't be an idiot and succumb to FOMO. Uh, don't something chase. along those lines. Don't chase. It's been terrible advice, though, for, for more than a decade now. Like, you have been paid to chase by every dip. I guess that's always been the way. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, if you're at all-time highs, then you should have bought every dip. I said that I ended my note with the urge to check stocks is back. The bull market feels right here. Be careful. Ooh, yeah, that's that's good. That's good observation. Yeah, checking stock prices like, again regularly. That's then you know everyone's getting a little 
Yeah. Never good. Never good. Gotta, gotta sell. I used Genelytic to, when I rebalance, I go through and I just put my own outperform, underperform market beside each little pick in there. And I've noticed that when the the preceding quarter was down a lot, I'm very bearish. When the preceding quarter was up a lot, I'm a lot more optimistic. It's terrible. That's natural. It's real. That's just the human OS. Yeah. It's much more bullish this one. It makes stuff like financial media a little bit disheartening when you realize how pro-cyclical it is and what the incentives are for clicks and shit. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Everything everything that's wrong is wrong and not changing. No. Except for here. But this isn't financial media. It's just tainment. They they follow they have to follow what is hot right, and so then that sort of amplifies it and magnifies it. The feedback loop lets everybody yeah. know what's hot. Putting the taint in taintment. Yeah, that's right. It's been Spilt. amazing to watch that. Like, I feel like there's been this rolling kind of bubble across lots of different stuff. I just want that rolling bubble to come into small and micro. Well, when's Howdy. the bubble coming for you? <laughs> When is the bubble coming for small and micro value? One bubble for daddy, one time. One time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do not know. But I I think around that billion mark probably does pretty okay if it's reasonably valued here. What do I know? You mean it doesn't co- seem co- like the rest of the world's participating in this this exuberance. No, it does not. Europe's getting a little beat up. Obviously, the China and tech is China tech has been filleted. I mean, we do have a much more dynamic economy and a lot more tools in the in the toolbox. Hopefully, we don't risk those tools, but I think we have those tools. So I, I kind of get it. But Mexico, you, I, smart ways to play Mexico is on my on my radar. Hmm. I was looking at Walmax yesterday. Uh, Ian what is that? Bizek, is that like Walmart, Walmart Mexico. Mexico? I'm in Latin America, yeah. But yeah, um, I got a question here. I noticed this a little bit too. Clifford McEwen says, "Hey, what do you think, guys? Think about Fed Reserve Governor Williams saying days after Powell hinting to rate cuts next year, reversing that and saying they aren't really thinking about rate cuts." I saw Goolsby said something similar yesterday too, where they come out and they say he was surprised by what how the market reacted to the to the you know the it's the, this is the, the the thing that's hard to understand is like the rates are rates have been raised a number of times and really the most dovish thing they've done is not raise and that was the thing that sent markets off into like absolute stratosphere and so then all the fed board members had to come out and like the fed governors had to come out and tamp it down a bit get the cold spoon out i don't know if it even matters what they're doing when you're running 10% the, the budget deficits i mean that's Hugely stimulative. Who, I mean, who gives a shit what the Fed's doing if the Treasury, U.S. government is just printing money at infinitum? Is it limitless? Like it just—it's the 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 Austrians and anybody who like pretends to be on the sensible sort of kind of a loaded word sane, <laughs> sane. But it just seems like we've been doing it forever. Like, why would we stop now? It's good to be an Austrian and also be a value investor because I feel like it hedges you because I do think this stimulus helps value stocks on average. More than more than the uh higher really? than growth. Yeah. You don't I think do. you think 
I think I don't know. I have to think. A lot of them shows are up capital... in VC world. Like, you think oh, it goes into know. steel because they're using it in infrastructure, so it goes into steel and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think you get like a little, a lot more push in the low valuation stocks than I. I think Zerp maybe helps uh, VC Easy. more than than stimulus helps VC. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my, my resting hypothesis bound to be wrong. Here's another one. Trevor Milton got four years. How do you guys feel about that? Does he, like, is he, how much money has he got? Is it worth it? Well, it depends if you get raped. <laughs> I don't mean to say it that way, but it's true. If I'm like at a, like kind of so-so prison for four years. Country and club. Let, I, me, let yeah. me reframe. Let me reframe. I was being a little bit flippant in the way that I presented that, but let me reframe to what it actually meant. Is four years enough of a deterrent if you walk away with whatever he's walked away with? I don't know if he's made any sales or he's had a disgorge at all. But... I think it depends on where you're going. I think if you're going to like a country club-ish prison, which according to the authority on this is office space the movie that that doesn't exist <laughs> federal how so, me uh, <laughs> yeah so if, if you end up in like the bad kind of prison no i probably don't think it's worth it then again depends where you came from and what you really want i mean if you I mean, walk away with a billion dollars it really seemed like he came out he didn't seem too uh traumatized who screlly yeah, screlly that's right yeah yeah he's, he's... yeah I mean, he had I'm time not trying to, to take, go to prison. He had time to take shots at TC and <laughs> did he? Oh yeah. Did you remember he reviewed the book? <laughs> did he really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Who's this Tobias Carlyle character oh, and geez. whoever he is? This... <laughs> uh, Interesting. That's how when we knew TC had arrived. I thought he arrived Horrifying. before that. I nope. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The line the line between fraud and success seems pretty thin at times. That was clearly a fraud. I mean, in but... in the a lot of the entrepreneurs are you know, that that fake it till you make it. Yeah. Optimistic. Idea is like that's that's that's, that's like they, they ex that, that's expected, right? That you're supposed to sort of pretend like you're a little bit bigger. Like there's plenty of stories about people hiring temps to come into the office to make it look more busy when these oh, yeah. well, show up. Look, even the people that, that you know, I, I take a little bit of offense to the listener that commented that says that we're like really closed-minded about Tesla. I, I think I will agree that we are somewhat closed-minded about the stock. I don't agree that we're closed-minded about like what might be possible for Elon to pull off. I do think even the people that really like Tesla should be able to acknowledge that Elon says things at times that I think border the line of puffery and straight up lying. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't think that that's a particularly controversial thing to say. Um, But like if the results end up there, it's not fraud, right? I, I don't, I don't know the line. Sometimes it's it's bizarre. No, it is. I mean, what's the what's the what's the real difference between rolling a truck down a hill and having tiles on the roof that are like not not real? Not real. And yeah, I I mean, I I think one one comes to like more fruition than the other. 
Yeah. I mean, it's probably I think it's the given result. enough time they I really were going to make that, do. that truck was going to work given enough time, right? They were going to come up with a working truck. Yeah. Uh, probably Elizabeth enough Holmes would have time. also come up with something. I think, she, I think there's like a physics problem for her. I think there's some, like you just, you need more, you need more blood. I don't think that, I don't think that was ever going to get there. Yeah. I don't the, know. The, the, the you roll truck. the test tubes down the hill, Toby. It's just like, <laughs> it's basic gravity. I think the problem that she had very early on, I read one of the stories. I think I read one of the, I read one of the books where it said she presented to her old, one of her lecturers, one of her professors. And the professor was just like, no, this is just like, no, this is bullshit. It doesn't work. It's impossible. That was always going to be impossible. That's what they told the Wright brothers too. Yeah, so. oh, well, that's fair. Something heavier than air can't fly. That's true. Never say never. I mean, here, here, here's my question for the Tesla folks. And you guys can, can play along. Is there... A company that has any more key man risk than that company tesla yeah uh, yeah well i guess there's a lot of, because you're saying because there's a lot of speculative value in tesla there's a lot of speculative bloat or whatever yeah i mean i yeah i wouldn't even frame it that way i, I would say a lot of future growth you have to believe in and I, yeah. I i don't think that there are that many managers that can deliver that kind of growth and what what he has delivered is an N of one thus far, but to the extent that recruiting engineers that are dedicated to the best research in the atomic world, for lack of a better term, because it seems like a lot of people go to digital, you know, how much of that is, is dependent upon him being there and motivating the organization. And I don't know. It's just like that, that deal book interview. I don't care at all about the fuck the advertisers thing. I don't think that's the story. The, the tell it to earth stuff was weird to me. And I, I just, I don't know, man, he's talked about doing ketamine before. I, I just, it makes me uncomfortable. It's fine. Ketamine, ketamine sponsors freeways out here. Ketamine sponsors sponsor the freeways out here. Well, I, I would be concerned about that. You drive down the road, there's, there's ads and like, Tight, you know, the we pick up the trash along the stretch of sponsored by ketamine, ketamine treatment centers. Really? Yeah. It's mainstream. Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. How I mean, you know, robot? I guess the I guess the alternative is, you know, people are people will probably say, well, what's that different than a prescription drug? I, I don't I don't know the answer. I'm just saying. Okay, well, okay. there you go. It just well, Mike, let, let me weird. let me ask, how how real is that Tesla? Like it's hard to tell how real that Tesla robot is because clearly the when they announced it, it was a person in a suit. And then they showed this was it? pretty. Yeah, I didn't. But... I didn't watch the announcement. You didn't see the guy's. Obviously. You didn't see the guy's belly button poking out. And the... <laughs> I tell you, the the robot in the New York store. It looks cool. I did not watch it do things. I did not. You know. I I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Tesla Q would probably tell you it's not real at all. The Tesla Bulls will tell you that it's completely real. I, it's probably somewhere in between. I That's think, the whole point, though. But then, it's like but then the next... things that are in between, it's hard to say. Like, what's like, where do you tip into nefarious? But I, I'm, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, I don't let's know. say this is this is this is just to compare Trevor Milton's experience, Nikola's experience with with Tesla. So they they produce this robot that's a person in a suit, and then the next thing you see is it's this pretty rudimentary robot that's no more advanced than you know anything. It's not it's not it's nothing like the Honda robot or anything like that. Not that far down the track. And then the next one that I saw 
it was one robot handing another robot a gun and it was shooting up the Tesla Cybertruck. Was that was that, <laughs> that was real cool. or was that CGI? Like that's the thing. I don't know how much of this stuff is real and how much of it's CGI. Like now they look pretty advanced. That's an extraordinary rate of growth in a year. If that's real, then that's amazing. If it's not, then what are we doing here? I think it might be real. I also think it may not be as real as people think. But there's I, I guess there's it's a like big one difference, those... though, between programming a robot to follow like a set of instructions and then it having like more autonomy to decide, you know, hand me the gun now and aim here. Yeah. And sh you know, I mean, those are. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about the about the Cybertruck, and he said that the shame of the Cybertruck is that the way that it looks has taken away from the engineering feat that it actually is. What, and I, I don't know about? exactly what it is. I, I'm not competent to talk about Pulling that. power or something like that. I, I, well, the turning radius is super tight, and they went with, uh, like, I don't know, whatever, bigger cape. I, I don't know exactly what they did, but he was telling me, and I, I do trust that he knows what he's talking about because um, he covers autos. And I, I just think it, it's going to be interesting to see what that company can pull off. I I, I think it is not impossible that they pull off what the bulls may think that they pull off. I just, you know, well, you, you, have I don't know why people care. Price. Yeah, that's right. I mean, but like, it's clearly not something that the three of us are going to like own. Right. It's not our, our type of, I mean, maybe I think right price. Yeah. You know, at $2 a share, there's a price. It's not, I here. kid folks. I kid. Jeez. No, it's more like 30. It's more like 30, something like that. Samson out here. Sending me death threats. <laughs> let us know after the fact. Sam's been, has been very good about not being gloaty about it. Yeah. And like, you know, Thank a guy like that, I think, I, I, you know, from how long has he owned that thing? At least since we've been doing this show. Yeah, yeah. So I hope he wins. Like I root for people like that. He's got this vision and I hope he's right. It just doesn't have to be for me. Different strokes for different folks. That's fine. Billy, did you go to, what were you in New York for, MOI? Yeah. How was it? It was good, man. Um, Peter Keefe was interviewed, and I got to talk to him a bit. He's a cool dude. And um, Phil Ordway interviewed nice. Malbosin. Malbosin. That was kind of a fun interview. Phil is a great person to do that. Yeah, he's he's really funny. His, his dry sense of humor is, always cracks me up. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's an incredible teacher in his own right. Um, Will Thompson highlighted a mining family that I tweeted out, but I can't remember right now. They're a pretty cool family. Hmm. And then um, and then Elliot, Mar Elliot Turner interviewed Mario Sabelli. They talked about small cap some. So it was, it was a good day, and I had a great time seeing folks. It was a busy, busy three days. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. I would not recommend that. Uh-oh, there goes our sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, well, oh well. Yeah, I think I stayed at a holiday in, in uh, Omaha for a, for a shareholder meeting a few years ago, and there were all of these signs up about human trafficking in there. So, hmm. I didn't have any of those, so I had that going for me. But like the reviews were like clean and modern. I was like, all right, sweet. I got there. It was neither clean nor modern. <laughs> so... I wrote a less stellar review. Not a not a horrible one though, but not not stellar.
How about Twitter? Musk has Musk has bitten off a lot with Tesla, boring company, and so on. Is Twitter is Twitter going to make it? Like I see that that advertising's done a lot. What, what's no, I what, have no what, idea. You guys. I, I, I don't know why you would ever want to own a social media platform. It is the single best way to get hated. It's insane to me. And I know yeah. people be like, oh, for free speech. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, history is pretty replete with um, successful businessmen buying newspapers, yeah. different mouthpieces um, to help control the narrative. And it's it's kind of been a time-honored tradition, actually. So I'm not not do you control tired. it with do you control Twitter? Does any I guess you do. I guess there is some control there. You can you can nudge policies, right? Yeah, that's probably the Twitter cool. files would argue there's a ton of control there. But what is now it's have out of the government and beyond into the owning it? Beyond owning it, like he already had the biggest Twitter account on there, right? Like him and Kim Kardashian and I mean, he had that for free. Like you don't have to lose money in that. Yeah. He why I mean, you know. I, I suppose he he has a principled stand on what he thinks about free speech. I can respect that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be an LP. No. Yeah, what's Larry Ellison? What's he's in for a billion in there, I think. That's what I saw, yeah. He can afford to lose it. That's a nice life. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. Well, yeah. I'm very grateful for everybody tuning in this year. Grateful to chat to you guys repeatedly. Kept us all sane. Kept me sane. And it's been yeah. a pretty wacky few years. It's an honor and a privilege to uh to be able to chat every week with you guys and uh and then have some people listen in on occasion. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for allowing me to come back. I know I was Brad at times. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. As long as you come wearing that suit every time. I, that I will not promise. That I will not promise. Probably through February, though. You got to get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. But I don't know, man. You know, hopefully, hopefully this Christmas people spend time thinking about what matters. And Daddy if you researches. are Jewish, hopefully you did it over Hanukkah and celebrate with us. The more, the merrier. Yeah, I hope uh, everyone has a, a peaceful and safe as much as they can holiday season. It's, world feels a touch more wobbly than it did, especially probably pre-pandemic. But I hope, dude, there's such sorrow out there. It's so sad. So to be here, yeah, feel very, very fortunate. Indeed. Here's to a big value resurgence in 2024. <laughs> Here's to closing that that value gap. <laughs> you, you're talking it's, about the value It's investors, been closing. Right? It has been closing since like, what, 2021? It's been. Yeah, I think late 2020. It's been getting kind of better. It, it blew a back out a little bit, though, didn't it, TC? Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. You can't have I, nice I, I don't for two. understand some of these valuations. I, I do not get it. I felt like we just learned a lesson in 2021, but apparently we're going back to learning it again. The, and the lesson, by the way, is hop on the growth train. But yeah. I will not be doing that. So expect to hear years of underperformance out of me. All right. Thanks, Amigas. We'll see you uh, in the new year. 
Take care. Shout out to the nine.